Are you feeling a little bit like a recession is coming or the economy is about to crash? And what does that mean for your business? Then this episode is for you. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women. Welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I'm Diane Ralston, your host, and today I'm going to talk about how to prepare your business for economic declines. There are five different ways that I'm going to talk about. And even if you think that the economy is going to be good for a while, maybe good forever, <laughs> maybe you're an optimist, here are five ways you're still going to be able to save time, save energy, and save money in running your business. Even if it's a side hustle, these things are going to help you out. The first thing to do is to seek advice and support, right? So if you can get advice in advance of an economic downturn, this is going to help you to plan with that expert's support. So maybe you have a financial advisor, maybe you have a coach to help you strategize with your business. When the decline comes, you are going to have a very set in place course of action. You know, it's time to reach out to mentors now, to business organizations, to other resources for guidance and support. Also, if you can take classes now or get the training now, this is a time when mentally you can focus. You have the emotional stamina, the emotional bandwidth to be able to handle and think about bigger planning, strategizing, and you want to be able to do it now rather than in the future when you're trying to put out fires, right? Yeah. And if you do work with a coach now, someone to support you, they're going to get to know you, get to know your business. They're going to help you to build your confidence. They're going to help to build that business strategy out. And then when the hard times come, they'll be able to support you through that because they already know you. They already know what works in your business. They're going to see what doesn't work. They're going to be able to have that background knowledge and have that history with you so that they can work well with you, work well with your business. There is a um, a time when I needed my book printed. I needed 2,000 copies of the Dynamic Women Success Secrets book. And this was at a time when there was a paper shortage coming. Paper shortage was coming. And thankfully, the printing company that was printing my book, they had enough paper because they had the support that gave them advice in advance that said, hey, there's a paper shortage coming. You need to prepare. And so they knew with the advice of this person to take a storage facility to buy as much paper as they could so they could withstand this kind of troubled time. Now, while that's not a recession, that is a time coming in the future that would have been very detrimental. How do I know it was detrimental? Because a lot of other publishing companies went under. It meant that this company was able to withstand that time 
And it's because they sought advice and support in advance of any trouble coming. So the first piece is to seek advice and support. Get someone on your team to help you, especially if you're a solopreneur, a small business owner, entrepreneur, that you're doing a lot of the things by yourself to have that outside view, to be able to help you make those decisions and plan things out for when the going gets tough and then helps you through that time is ideal. Second way that you can help to prepare yourself for your business for an economic decline is to diversify your revenue streams. So this is something that I have done in my business, thankfully, because when COVID hit, I kind of got screwed (laughs) in some areas. So I do coaching online, in person. I do events. I do speaking engagements. I have a podcast. I have books. I have online courses. So I have a bunch of different things. That's not all of them. But if you right now in this time can look for new products and services that you can offer your customers, it gives you time to explore the current market you're in, but also maybe some markets beside that you can expand into. If you look for new products or services to offer your clients, this is going to help their reduce the impact when a downturn comes, you're going to be able to just kind of flip over here and go into this product offering or service offering. This is actually what happened to me when COVID happened. I had a whole week of like in-person events happening in Ontario that I'd flown in for. I was at the hotel and I was like, man, I have a social responsibility to cancel everything. Now the year before, this was an $80,000 week for me. That week at that time, was probably going to be 100K plus. So can you imagine losing six figures in one week? That was pretty pretty detrimental. But thankfully, thankfully, I had diversified my revenue streams in advance. So some questions to ask yourself in this regard is, can you repurpose what you already have now, whether it be a you know, service or a product, so that you're ready to roll things out if something happens? And you might be thinking, well, if the economic decline comes, then maybe people aren't buying what I'm currently offering. Okay, well, what would your ideal customer always need, always pay for? You know, sometimes it's like, oh yeah, that's a luxury. That's a nice to have. What would they pay for no matter what? What do they need no matter what? What problems would a decline have for them where you could be the solution to the problem? Also, if you want to do any re- like any research around your the diversity of your revenue streams and which offerings you should do, your target audience would be more willing to answer questions now than when things get a little bit crazy, right? And even if they are answering questions then, and you still should ask them questions then to get some feedback about what they really need, and they're going to tell you that, it's better to be able to ask now because you're going to really be able to hear them. They're going to be able to answer clearly. And then you can prepare while you're also emotionally (laughs) regulated. So the second thing is diversify your revenue streams. The third is to prioritize cash flow management. Now, what does this mean in like super easy terms? How much money is coming in? How much money is going out of the business? And really being on top of that, right? You need to know your numbers because then you know how long you can last And you know what you need to keep going and you know what profit will be coming in. 
This also helps you when you know your numbers, it helps you to make better decisions, right? And when you know your numbers, you can have money saved for, let's say, a rainy day, as my parents would say, always, always save for a rainy day because you never know. Well, business decline, economic declines come. They do. And whether it is from a pandemic or something else, there's going to be a time where things change. So knowing your uh, numbers and having cash flow is important. So if you feel like something's coming soon, maybe it does make sense for you to do payment plans on different programs you're taking or different uh, software you're purchasing or different different options. You might say, I'm not going to pay for it all up front. I'm going to you know, spread this out. Even though it might cost me more, it's going to keep more cash flow in my business. Then once you know what your numbers are, really keep a close eye on the cash flow because you want to make sure you have enough cash on hand to meet all of your financial obligations. So just like in a family or someone who has a mortgage, you want to make sure you have enough money to be able to pay that mortgage every month. You want to know your numbers so that you can pay for your office space, your internet, your employees, whatever it may be, because these are your financial obligations in your business, especially the things that, that you have to pay in order to make the money. Those are, those are key. <laughs> And knowing which things you could maybe push off. Now, for some of you, I do want to go back though to the like the payment plan thing. For some some periods of my life, I know that me paying all up front for something did save me and actually helped me to just kind of clear that off and pushed me to work harder to pay for it. Right? I can remember paying, uh, investing, investing in a coach. It was like 15,000. And uh, right away, I was like, boom, I'm going to have an event. I'm going to do this offering and I pay this all off in one go. And, and I did that. So that might be a key thing for you. And so I shared a little bit about my my story of that week in Ontario right when COVID happened. And so I have financial obligations, right? And that literally that day, my income that I was expecting to come in was gone, right? It was gone right away. I had to refund everyone for the events because I, I, I couldn't put another date on it or I had to move them into something else. So I want you to ask yourself, if your income stopped tomorrow, how long could you last for? How long could your business run for? Where would you pull cash from? And going back to the other pieces, who would you ask for support? And how could you diversify? How could you do another offering? Here is the fourth thing that you can do now to prepare yourself if there is a recession coming. Start to build relationships with your suppliers and your partners, people you collaborate, other people in your industry. Build really strong relationships. You want to do it now rather than when things get tough. Now, why would you do that? Well, you'll be in it together, right? And a lot of times with my vendors and suppliers and partners, we want to see each other succeed. And so when you have these strong relationships with them, they are maybe going to be able to help you out. Maybe they can do a little bit of a pushback of time on when things are owed, like when your bills are owed, when your invoices are owed, maybe they'll forgive you on interest on that. Maybe they can give you a better deal because they know it's like a hard time. Maybe it also increases your chances of success because you'll have other people who your success actually then 
is their success, right? Because if you stop hiring them as their your vendor, uh, your supplier or partner, they're going to lose out as well. So it, we have this like mutual understanding of wanting everyone to succeed. But the other thing, if I go back to that publishing company that had the paper, remember that example? They had the paper. <laughs> so if you had a relationship with them, there's a few ways that this worked. One, if you were the paper company, right? And you have a strong relationship with them, you might, uh, they might've been able to get the paper to fill that storage place because they had that good relationship where maybe other publishers didn't, other printers didn't have a good relationship. And so when it was like, we need paper, they're like, okay, well, we just got to kind of share it out amongst everyone where they know that they're already kind of filled up this warehouse for this company. Also, this publishing company had good relationships with other printing companies. So when the other printing companies are like, oh my gosh, we don't have paper and we have this deadline we need to meet, they were able to work with the printer that had all the paper to get jobs done. So if you were unable to fulfill something, do you have other people that could step in and support you? I hope so. So you can ask yourself, which of my suppliers, partners, people in my industry, vendors, do I need to build a stronger relationship with now to help me to weather a storm if it comes? The final thing that you can do, the fifth thing that you can do, I'm sure there's tons more. I'm just giving you five to start with. Five things that you can do to prepare for challenging economic times is increase your efficiency, the efficiency of you, your employees, the company. Now is the time to make it be a well-oiled machine, not when it's, it's, there's so much stress and other things to focus on. So now is the time to really put some strong systems into place, processes. Now you don't have to be the one to build the systems and processes. It might be time to bring in a virtual assistant to be able to document those processes for you and to help make, make things happen there. The other piece of this is it's time to invest in some digital technologies so that you can start to reduce your costs and make things more efficient. Digital technology can be like a more robust or efficient CRM. It could be bringing in other software or other platforms that are really going to cut down on the amount of time needed. Now, this is not just so you can get rid of people from your company, but it might be so that you can make everyone's position more efficient. You can take down the amount of stuff that you do. You can also increase maybe accuracy because there's less human error that could be part of this. And if you're like, ah, technology, I don't like it. Again, a virtual assistant might be able to be the answer for you to set up the technology, to keep the technology running. And since I have mentioned uh, a VA virtual assistant, you know, I have now 10, 11, maybe it's 12 virtual assistants that work with about 25 uh, CEOs. And this is also a, a very smart decision to make because when you want to prepare for something, you need time and energy. And the best way to have time and energy is to pass things off. And so these CEOs that I work with that are passing off work to the virtual assistants are able to strategize and plan and goal set and prepare for an economic downturn, right? So if you're thinking about, well, how do, where do I find the time to create additional income streams or revenue streams? Well, if you pass off work, you'd be able to do that. 
And the other piece is the VAs that I hire are through the Philippines. And so you're also able to reduce your employment or staffing or contract costs in order to run your business. So if you want to talk about that, just message me, Diane at dianerolston.com. We can have a separate conversation about that. So here, these are the five ways that you can prepare. Now you may think, ah, this is too much. No, it's not. Just bookmark this, flag it, whatever you need to do. And what if over the next five weeks, you took one of these and implemented it? Then the next week took another one and implemented it. In five weeks, you'd be sleeping better. (laughs) You'd you'd be running a better business. And you're going to start to know that you're prepared if this comes rather than being in worry. You know, a lot of times in our lives, the worry is more debilitating than the actual thing when it comes. So I hope that you'll put your own plan in place to prepare in case the economy goes on a downturn. And hey, even if it doesn't, you have just put five things into place, which are going to help you to build a stronger business, a better business, to reduce your expenses, reduce the time that it takes, and reduce the amount of energy put out that is needed. Who doesn't want more time, energy, and money? If I can be of any service, please reach out to me. Maybe there's a coaching program I have that would be supportive of you or building out that strategy. I thank you for listening to this episode. And I'm curious, what piece was most valuable to you? Share a comment, hit like, and share with a friend because friends don't let friends not be prepared for a recession. (laughs) That's not really a quotable, but it's the truth, right? And if you haven't yet, please write a review of the Dynamic Women podcast. And when you do, take a screenshot of it, send it to team at dianerolston.com. That's Christine, my VA, one of my VAs. And make sure you send your mailing address so that we can send you something special in the mail as well. All the best. Until next time, everyone, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.